Blog Talk Radio. Wherever you happen to be in this whole world, this is Max Ryan, and you are listening to The Magic of Life. I'm so glad that you are here, and if you're a regular listener, like many of you are, thank you very much. I'm back, I'm back. I took two weeks off, and as many of you know, I was in Ireland, and it was incredible. We'll talk a little bit more, we'll talk a lot about that today, because the theme of the show is when Irish eyes are smiling. So top of the morning to you. When Irish eyes are smiling, we're going to be talking about how we perceive the world. And <laughs> that is my Irish accent. Um, it's probably really bad. But I actually played, <laughs> this is very funny, an elf once, an Irish elf. And it was really fun. I loved it. And I couldn't stop talking like that when I was playing that role. Um, but it, I would crack people up. It was very fun. Anyway. So welcome to the show. If you haven't listened to the show before, you're probably like, who's this crazy guy? But um, my name is Max Ryan, and I'm an intuitive life coach, and I am a teacher and trainer. And the thrust of my work is to help people in many different ways to move from an orientation to themselves, to the world, to other people that is based in fear competition, separation, to instead a relationship to themselves and to the world and to other people based on peace and joy and love. So that's what I'm all about, helping you to do that. And I said I do that in a few different ways. One of the ways that I do that is this show. And I'm telling you, it's um, this show has been a blessing to me, and I have been so blessed by the people that have have um, been listening and been following my work and working with me privately or in my classes. So, and I also do classes. I do teleclasses, and I'm going to talk about that um, in, in a second. Um, I do teleclasses. I have some recorded um, teleclasses. I also am a, a certified life coach. So. I work with people privately to speed up their their progress in coming to their spirit and living from their spirit in a more real and practical way. So what else do I do? And I also do intuitive readings. And um, so if you're interested in intuitive reading, we're going to do some um, examples of little bits of intuitive readings today. So I usually always do that. So if you're interested in an intuitive reading, just, you know, a, a little shot of it, um, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> please call in. The number here is 347-215-6826, 347 um, 215 I had a drink of my lemonade, sorry. Um, and also, you know, we have a chat room going on. And um, so get in and log in into um, Blog Talk Radio, and you can be in the chat room. There's usually lots of wonderful people in there. And I see um, Darcy's in there, um, Cosmic Carrie, Sean. Um, oh, and um, 
and Kendall's in there too. So um, everyone there is, is sweet and they're wonderful and they'll welcome you in. So hey Darcy, Darcy is waving at me. So and I just got flowers. I love that. I'm so abundant. I got flowers and waves. I love it. Okay. So um, today we're going to talk about um, your perception. What? How are you looking at the world? What is your field of vision? Where are you coming from? What kind of eyes do you have? And it's really important to know. And to and when we go through this breakdown of of um, which kind of eyes you have, I guarantee you, you will find oh, those are the, that's how I'm looking at the world. Okay, and we're going to be doing that from from a book called Anamkara, the Book of Celtic Wisdom, and it is by one of to me, one of the 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 most um, hmm, how do I, it, it's overwhelming to me how John O'Donohue it was he passed away a couple of few years ago a priest and a um, Celtic mystic and he writes about Celtic wisdom and when I first was exposed to him years ago I knew right away I could relate I knew what that wisdom was and I will come back to that in a second um, but. He, if you have not read Anamkara, that's sort of his his um, his, his big book. He's also wrote, written a, a book called Beauty, and that's an amazing book too. Um, I really encourage you. So, so when we talk today about the styles of vision that you have and how you're looking at the world, I'm going to be referring to it from the list that that I learned from John O'Donohue. Okay, all right. So. As we move forward in the show, um, as I am tending to do, and I really, really like doing this, is I like to pull a card for the show. And I like to pull a card from this specific deck, which is um, uh, an Abraham Hicks Law of Attraction deck. And I think it's called the Well-Being Cards. And if you know me, I teach the Law of Attraction. And... Coming up this Monday, I'm giving a free introduction um, call, and it'll be about a 45 minutes free call for you to to start to understand about law of attraction. Um, so if you want to sign up for that, you will get a recording. Um, even if you can't be there, just sign up for it. It's great because I'll send out an, in an email a recording, and you'll get it right away. Um, and it's going to be a really good very um, thorough introduction and you are going to walk away with a couple of tools that I guarantee you will change your life, will change your life if you apply these tools that I'm going to teach you on Monday night. So I've had, um, I've done a few rounds of, of, of this, um, this work and I'm doing it live and I cannot tell you, oh sorry, that's that was one of my. I'm not supposed to say I cannot. Um, I'm so thrilled because I can tell you that the results that my students are getting are blowing me away. Are blowing me away, blowing me away. So so sign up. Just go to my um, website maxryan.net. That's maxryan.net, and I'll go to Law of Attraction, which is on a um, drop-down menu. Go to Law of Attraction, and there'll be a, a sign-in sheet. And you can sign in, and you will, and you can come onto the call on Monday night. Okay, so, um, all right, back to the cards. I'm going to pick a card, and then I have a the Ireland story I want to tell you. Okay, let's see what does Spirit have to tell us today. Let's pick this one. Okay, all right, 
<laughs> this is real good. I am not here to fix anything. I'm here for fun. I love that. I think I actually have have picked this on the show before, but it's good. It, it means that that we need to hear this. Okay. The front of it says, I'm not here to fix anything. I'm here for fun. The back says, you're not here to fix anything because nothing is broken, but everything is continually changing and expanding. Release your struggle and seek joy and fun. And in doing so, you will align with the fantastic expanding rhythm of this universe. <sighs> Let's breathe that in a second. Let's, I'm going to read that again because it is powerful. It's what I base everything that I do on, actually. Okay, so I'm going to, let's just listen to this. You were not here to fix anything, and this is important, because nothing is broken, but everything is continually changing and expanding. Release your struggle and seek joy and fun, and in doing so, you will align with the fantastic, expanding rhythm of this universe. So beautiful. So beautiful. And it is the perfect segue to tell you my Ireland story. Now, some people have heard this story before, but many people haven't. I want you to tell you something. I went to Ireland, and it was magical and beautiful. And I will be back again. The hospitality of the people, the beauty of the land, the the feeling of the high high vibration, especially in the south towards Galway, was um, amazing. And it was an incredible trip. But I have to tell you how the trip came to be. This relates to this, what of this quote, so perfectly, especially when it says, release your struggle and seek joy and fun. And in doing so, you will align with the fantastic expanding rhythm of the universe, which is always going on, whether we realize it or not. It's always going on. So last year, at the beginning of the year, I decided that this year, literally on New Year's Eve, I made a very strong commitment that this year was going to be about traveling the world and doing workshops around the world. That's what I was going to do. Now listen carefully to how this worked. So I said, this is what I was going to do. I knew in my, in my heart that that would bring me joy. That would be fun. That would be incredible. On the other hand, my rational mind, my ego mind was, what are you, crazy? I mean, I wasn't thinking that, but that's on some level, it's like, how are you going to be doing that? You know, I don't have unlimited resources to be flying on planes and yada, yada, yada. But I knew, like I knew, like I knew that that's what would be, give me joy. That's what would be fun for me. And I really realized I had lacked um, one of my real fulfillment needs, what fulfills me, is a sense of adventure in my life. And I was sorely lacking that. And so I was like, this year is going to be like this. So I make this declaration. I make this commitment that this year is going to be like that. I don't know how it's going to happen. Well, a couple of weeks later, I was um, at a friend's in Tennessee for the holidays. I came home. A couple of weeks later, a friend of mine who works for United Airlines calls me and says, Max, we have combined with Continental Airlines. And I want you to know that now that we are combined, I can give one person that is not a family member or a spouse a buddy pass on United Airlines. I was like, what? 
And he said, yeah, you can be with my sister and my mom and my other sister and, and his partner to have cheap, 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 cheap airfare all over the world. And I said, huh, oh, my God, thank you so much. I mean, it was – I was so – I love when that happens, you know. I love when that happens. And sometimes when, that, when those kind of things happen to you, it happens to you, you say, I can't believe that. I can't believe that. I can't believe this is happening. And you have that feeling, but I want to help you reframe that. When you see that the universe is on your side, when you make an intention and it comes to you like that, I want you to say, I love when that happens. I love when that happens. And I was like, I love when that happens. I love when that happens. I love when that happens. So the world literally became my oyster. So I, 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 was, I was talking to him, and he said, we've got these few other passes that I have to use before June 30th. And if you use them, you don't even pay like the tax or the low rate. It's absolutely free in the United States, absolutely free. And if you go into an international um, destination, it's a small fee. And I was like, oh, my God. So I started looking because I can have access. I'm looking at, do I want to go to Italy? Do I want to go to Hong Kong? Do I want to go to Paris? Do I want where? So I start looking around and I see Italy for the round trip was twenty four dollars. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then I look and and Hong Kong was twenty six. These prices were ridiculous. And I thought, I'm so abundant. Look it. I didn't need the money. I didn't need money. And I decided that money wasn't going to be a factor, and guess what? It wasn't. And I want to really, really, really emphasize this with everyone. When there's something you desire that makes you feel good, that you really want to do, that feels like, yes, that's what I want to do. The next thought usually for most people is, but I don't have the money. But I don't have the money. Try to get money out of the picture. Follow that thing, just like this quote says, Seek the joy and the fun, and in doing so, you align with the fantastic, expanding rhythm of the universe. So, so I let go of the money. It came, these incredible deals. And then I happened to be um, on a trip to Miami about four weeks ago, and my friend's parents were there, and they said, you should come to Ireland with us. I was like, oh, Ireland, wow. I've always wanted to go there. And they said, we're renting a, a, a cabin that has a boat on the Shannon River, and you can come and hang out with us, and you don't have to pay us. It's already paid for. for. <laughs> okay, I tell you this story because I want you to know that it is possible for you to have an intention, be clear about it, and allow it to come to you. It happens. It's happened to me many times in many forms, and I tell you that because we're going to talk about Ireland today. So as we go to this break, we're going to listen to a beautiful song when Irish eyes are, are smiling, and we're going to come back. But I'd like you, when you're listening to, to this song, I, I'd like you to think, hmm, what do I want? What do I want to see in my life? And I think that it's really important for you to to say it's possible. Everything is possible. And most of the times we're holding ourselves back because we're not allowing ourselves to believe in the impossible. This is Max Ryan. We'll be right back with The Magic of Life. There's a tear in your and I'm wondering why, for it never should be there at all. 
Welcome back to the magic of life and top of the morning to you. <laughs> I have to keep saying that. Top of the morning to you. It's so good that that you're here. I'm very happy. Um, just so so you all know, there is um, I I do take callers. We're going to be taking some callers in just a second. The number here is three four seven two one five six eight two six three four seven two one five six eight two six. And um, I can answer a question for you or um, whatever. And I can try to help you out. Okay. Um, I um, want to to tell you the story that I just told you about Ireland and about how I went to Ireland is is not a fantasy it is not a pie in the sky thing it's a real thing things can happen to you that you dream of I want you to know that 
I want you to know in a deep level that you can actually have the tools to start to actually have the things that you want. You know, the reason that you're here on this earth is to experience joy. And if you're not experiencing enough joy, then we have to ask ourselves, how can I do that? Who can help me to, 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 to do that? And in turning inward is, is, is the, the biggest part of that. What are you telling yourself? That you can't, you can't, you can't, or you can, and you can, okay? All right, so we're going to go to the phones for a second, and then I'm going to tell you some more about this, um, this idea of, um, of the styles of vision, of how you're seeing the world, okay? So um, we're going to go to, let's see, to 705-689. Good morning, Hi. Max. Oh, Marsha. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. It's so good um, to hear you. I had uh, a thought to add about your um story of getting to Ireland. Mm. Money, you know, uh in my life I haven't had a, a lot of money and mm-hmm. I feel that a part of that is to show me how absolute so-called miracles but they're there all the time come. And we are now after a year and a half um we had no money uh Joe and I and we've done incredible things. We've went out west. He's found himself on stage and did all kinds of things. But it not, the money did not come exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't see. I don't see that as a limitation. We're sitting in a house today that we own by the lake, um, with docking rights for docking a boat and mm. all these things, a vehicle. And all these things came. We had yeah. no money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. you know, I'm sitting here today and I'm thinking, okay, we have this uh, nice little home to create in. We mm-hmm. need to rest and somewhere mm-hmm. to put our things and welcome our friends and family. And mm-hmm. now, what is it that brings us joy? Because everything has changed for us. Mm-hmm. And what is it that we really... You know, it's like a new phase in life, a yep. new start, a renewal, yep. a deeper commitment, which both of us wish to have, right, mm-hmm. yeah. towards uh, giving and serving, and what brings us joy and other people. So yeah. I just want to call in today and share that. Oh, thank you so much. And it's it's a little like the testifying line, the testifying line, because it's so true, Marsha, because, you know, we, we tend to, everyone has an individual path in their life. You know, we're not saying money is bad, money is good, money is energy. Money is just energy, and it's fine. But most of us, the ego mind, will keep it, will keep us from, um, will keep it in the place of that's the barrier, the money is the barrier. But if we can just see, oh, it's just energy, and it really you know, it doesn't matter. Many people with lots of money are miserable. Many people with no money are joyful. So, and, and, and everywhere in between those spectrums. But if we have a good relationship with money, then it doesn't matter. Then it doesn't matter. And what I wanted to say about what you said, which is really wonderful, is that your intention is, is about service and about joy. And when your intention is about service and joy, everything works out in your life. It just does. It just does. 
And if it if it's if your intention is um, competition and a get 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 kind of even if it's not uh, right out there, you know we tend to feel like we never have enough. We never have enough. And so I think that you're doing great. You're doing really good. And thank you for sharing your story. Thank you so much for. And and I'm gonna pull a card for you. Okay. Oh wow, this is such a perfect card. It's always perfect. You get the um, the angel Al Alakur and Alakur is all about vigilance. And think about your story you just told. It's like you stuck with it. You stuck with it. You stuck with it. You stuck with it. And you haven't swayed. Mm-hmm. And look at and now it's all kind of you know your life is paying off. Your life is really paying off. And and Alakur is all about that strength. And when when Alakur is um is seen visually if people can see them visually, um, it, very much many times he is he is represented with a suit of armor on, like a warrior, because a warrior is very vigilant. They keep going, they keep going, they keep going until their their task is done. And so it's just reflecting exactly what you're talking about, which I really love. And so and and you probably just need to stay on that path, stay on that path. Okay. Well. And embrace joy more. One of mm-hmm. uh, my my eldest daughter called me in the midst of negotiations for the house, and um, I and I just kind of stood present in it, and and you know waited to see what would unfold, knowing that God was with us. You know mm-hmm. that everything was there, yeah. and uh, we we're prepared to be blessed. And she said to me, I don't know why you don't know <laughs> that you can't buy a house with no money. <laughs> and I said, well, I didn't think it up, okay? It just came. It was a gift. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and then a few months later, um, I, well, two months later, I phoned her and she said, so um, how's everything going? You're renting the house now. And I said, no, we signed the papers for the house yesterday. Uh-uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, that's a, that's the perfect thing that all of us need to, to learn here and all the listeners is that there's a way of thinking of the world, that there's only one way of doing things. But there's spirit- kind people. And the reason the man gave it to us is he was watching for someone that he wanted to return a blessing his parents had for the mm. abundance he had. Because if he hadn't been given opportunity through his parents owning the house mm-hmm. he wouldn't be where he was no so it's like remembering yep. to always give and, yeah uh you know without sure. it and look you were you're about service and you attracted somebody else in service thank you for your story so much marcia i'll talk to you really soon Thanks. okay bye bye all right so so that's just a little bit of a, a testifying about about how you know I always teach you that um, this idea of oh I could have had a miracle I could have had a miracle instead of this and that comes from the course of miracles which I teach all the time is that a miracle is a shift in our perception if we can shift our perception around what money is and we're going to talk about vision right now um, then things can can really fall into line for you. Okay, I see that there's lots of people on the on the line, but we're going to start doing our teaching now. I just want to say, um, oh, Wendy says, um, such a helpful call, Marsha, just so you know, Marsha. And she says, thank you so much for sharing your story. And, you know, when we share our stories, um, we, we engage with others and we bring others um, closer to us. So, and we realize that we're all the same. We're all the same. 
Okay. So, um, so well, as I said, as we're looking at the world, the way we look at the world is so important to see. And because we're looking at the world, um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's really the truth of how you, you see and what you see determine, determine really how you will be. How you see and what you see is going to determine how you will be. You know, it's, it's, it's sort of the interior work that we have to look at. We have to look at this. We have to explore our style of seeing. And who, who I think is has brilliant, if you haven't read Anam Kara, you've got to read it, um, is John O'Donohue. So, so he talks about different styles of, of vision. Now, as we go through these, I want you to think about, what, how do, is this my category? Do I fall into this category? The first one is the fearful eye. Okay. These are the people that are always kind of um, threatened by the world. Everything is like, everything is like, oh my gosh, something, something might happen. Something might happen in the world. Um, um, don't, don't, don't drive too fast. Um, make sure that you, um, you lock your doors. Make sure that um, you rock on the right side of the street. Don't go to those, those neighborhoods. Don't say those things to those people because they could blackmail you. That fearful way of looking at the world. That's the fearful eye, that you're always constantly going, something's going to happen. Something can happen. And if you are um, a student of law of attraction, you know that, that that vibration is going to be the vibration that you're sending out. So guess what you're going to get? You're going to get more of that. And it becomes a vicious cycle. It becomes this vicious cycle that says, well, I, I said don't go to that neighborhood. And look, I got mugged. Well, I said, you know, make sure that you lock the door. And look, I got robbed. And so the fearful eye, if you have the fearful eye, you have to know that one of the things that's creating all of those things that you're scared of is that you're fearful, is that you're fearful. And everything is about love. Everything is about love. The very last eye that we're going to talk about is the loving eye. So, um, so just know that if you're scared of everything, you can love yourself and care for yourself and realize in this moment you are safe. You're safe. In this moment, you are safe. The fearful eye is always besieged by threats that something's going to happen. Okay? So know that you are safe. You are safe. And all we need to know is the moment. In this moment, we're safe. Okay, the next eye is the greedy eye. The greedy eye is, uh, is, is something, greed is one of the most powerful forces in the Western world, and we all know that to be true. Um, that the greed eye is all about possessing things, getting things, getting things, getting things. If I get enough, if I get enough, if I get enough, if I get enough, if I just get enough, then something's going to be okay. It's going to be okay somehow. If I just get enough, if I, you know, this is like, you know, this is not keeping up with the Joneses. This is like pushing the Joneses down and getting ahead, getting ahead. And much of our Western culture has been based on this idea that you, you're going to get ahead. You got to get ahead, get ahead, get ahead. You know, and you got to be far ahead. You got to have the McMansion. You got to have the right car. You have to have the right job. You have to wear the right clothes. You have to wear the right, you know, you just turn on TV. Turn on television, and you can see the evidence of the greedy eye everywhere, everywhere. Not all. I mean, there's many, many programs that were fun and, you know, that, that are educational, um, that can serve your soul. But much of it, especially in um, advertising, is that you've got to have this. You've got to have this. You've got to have this. You know, that, you know, sadly, it even, you know, looks at um, 
relationships as possessions, as joy as a possession, love as a possession. I've got love. Oh, I have joy now. And that, that's really, really um, detrimental to us. It's very det- detrimental. You know, greed is poignant because it's always haunted by this kind of, um, like the future, um, future is, is, you're always haunted by the future. Like, oh my God, I've got to get there by the future. You're living so much in the future because you've got to get, got to get, got to get. Um, and it can never, a greedy eye can never really engage in the present moment. Very much like the th- threatened eye, um, uh, the fearful eye, is that you're never in the moment. So, you know, one of the things that, um, that John O'Donohue says in his book, I just pulled this quote, is that, it, that the greedy eye destroys the natural innocence of desire. We have a natural innocence. Desire and greed are two different things. Like I said at the beginning of the show, what brings you joy? What makes you feel good? That's a desire. We have natural desires that have been placed within us so we can live a life of love, of joy, of connection. And greed, like he said, it destroys the natural innocence of desire. You know, and he goes on to say the greed is poisoning the earth and impoverishing the people. And he says having, um, having, this is really important, and, and I want you to just think about this for a moment. Having has become the sinister enemy of being. Having things, people, whatever, has become a sinister enemy of being. That's so beautiful. But it's very true because you can't just be when all you're doing is trying to get. You can't do it. You just can't do it. Okay? Now, the the next one he talks about is the judgmental eye. And the judgmental eye is, the, is, is when we are looking at um, the life in in kind of boxes. Everything is in a box, you know. This is the good box, this is the bad box. This is the scary box, this is the um, um, appropriate box, this is the inappropriate box. This is the acceptable box, this is the unacceptable box. Everything has a kind of a label on it. We're judging with labels. People, places, things are our emotions. And I'm going to come back for a second and say, all these eyes is not how we're just seeing the world, it's how we're seeing ourselves. Because the world is the effect but we are cause. So when we are a judgmental person, when we're judging, and we not not even be when I say judging, you might not even be aware of it, and it might not be sinister. It's just judgmental. It's what you should do, what you shouldn't do. There's a lot of rules, so you're probably doing that to yourself all the time. So that's how you're seeing the world. That's how you see the world. You know, to see, and they think that to see is to judge. I see this. So I judge that. I see this, so I judge that. So, you know, it neither, it, 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 it doesn't, doesn't ever forgive. You know, it, a judgmental eye doesn't forgive. And forgiveness is the key to happiness. Forgiveness is a, one, one of the major keys to happiness. So a judgmental eye doesn't forgive. So um, it wants to keep, you know, the people that, that hold a grudge, people that hold a grudge, have a judgmental eye. Have a judgmental eye. Okay? So if you are a judge, if you're feeling like that's part of how you're seeing the world, kind of external, image-driven, you know, this culture that we have too, all the um, judging, what's right and what's wrong and what's hot and what's not, and uh, just turn on, 
you know, any television too, same thing, is this kind of judgmental. If you're judgmental, how, think to yourself, if labels are really important to you, what's right is really important to you, what's appropriate, think to yourself, hmm, how can I allow a little bit of that in my life? How can I allow that, you know what, that's their style, that's what they do, that's fine, you know? No way, let them be. Let people, let the world be. Let it be. Love that song, Let It Be. God, I can't believe um, Paul McCartney just turned 70. That's pretty amazing. Um, but, okay, so that's a judgmental eye. We're going to take um, um, just a little break, and I'll, I'm going to um, talk to someone on the phone for a second. But we've got a couple of different, let me just look on my couple of different eyes, and then we're going to talk about some other things. Okay, so I'm going to go to the phones again, and let me just check in with the, the chat room. Hey, chat room people. Um, Darcy says, oh, um, what's the name of the book? The name of the book is called Anam, A-N-A-M, Kara, C-A-R-A, Anam Kara, A Book of Celtic Wisdom by John O'Donohue. Okay? Let's see if there's any other things that people want to say. There's, there's lots of flowers. Hi, Sean. Hi, Sean. What's up? Let's see if there's anything. Uh, Max, is is it that you said to have attitude of gratitude? Is it you? Um attitude of gratitude um, I, I believe in attitude of gratitude but I, I think that I might have said it at some point Darcy <laughs> alright we're going to go back to the phone lines and we're going to go to um, let's see 203-725 hello yeah, Matt. hey I thought that was oh. you how are you I'm great Michelle how are you I'm awesome <laughs> Yay, you're awesome. It's good to hear your voice on the on the radio. <laughs> and you were just listening, weren't you? Yes, I was. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Could you pull a card? I will pull a card. Let me just... Ah, let's see. Okay. Oh, okay. You get the, the um, angel Flauros, Flauros, and Flauros is all about restraint. Knowing when to be like, I need to be restrained for my dignity and for, for the big picture, here is where I need to restrain, and here is where I need to let it all out and go. So, so what, what it's telling you is that this is one of the things that right now, and I know you, so this is one of the things right now that you're sort of battling with on some level. It's like, when do I just go, I'm not going to say anything, and when, when do I state my truth instead of attacking Make sense? Yeah. Oh yes, it does. <laughs> oh yes, it does. Yes, yes, yes. And I actually think that that's a that's a great card and a great message for everyone here, don't you think, Michelle? Absolutely. Because I it's think a, everyone with that. Mm-hmm. I think that you know this idea of restraint is is something that um, most of us are like. You know, we don't we 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 stop and we don't stop ourselves in time and go. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> and just stand yeah. in our truth and let everything let, fall to the way it's going to fall without us getting in there and defending or, or saying something. So, so that's good. So you have um, um, flowers with you, which I love. I love. Oh, use them because I need them right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you know what? His his symbol is a falcon, which is really cool. He is the falcon bird is is his um, sort of symbol. So you, you might want to start thinking or imaging a falcon in in you and around you. Really cool. Interesting because I've seen a few around me. Ah, see? 
See how that happens? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love All it. right. I'll cool. talk to you soon. Okay, I'll talk, talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Oh, so sweet. Yeah, you know, restraint is is, is big, you know? And, and one of the things I teach a lot is that is that, you know, when you state your truth is different than defending or attacking. You know, there's a there's a point in which when 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 we keep defending ourselves and attacking and, and saying things, you know, there you can say the exact same thing that is your truth without it being an attack or without it being um, defending. It can be the same thing, but you're just stating a truth. That's it. That's sort of what restraint's about because you keep the energy in a vibration that there's no way to have someone come at you again because you sort of stop the vibration that way when you have restraint. Okay? All right. So we're going to take a little bit of a break here. We're going to listen to a song. I'll come come back and um, I am going to play one of my favorite songs and if you um know me you know i love um melissa manchester and um it's so perfect because we're talking about looking through the eyes how what eyes do you look through this is max ryan and you're listening to the magic of life we'll be right back
Manchester with looking through the eyes of love and it's so beautiful and I and if you know me I have a huge <laughs> Manchester thing but um, and that's from uh, a very special movie that I watched with my very good friend Ellie just a couple of days ago the ice castles which is just a beautiful movie and it's about love and it's about um, uh, ice skating so um, if you haven't seen that it'll bring a tear to your eye and it's all about love um, so Today we are talking about what eyes you're looking through. What eyes are you looking through at the world and seeing which eyes? And we've already gone through the judgmental eye and the fearful eye and the greedy eye. And there's a couple of other ones here. Um, I'm going to, um, I see that there's someone on the line that wants to, to talk to me. So we're going to talk and just, um, I'm going to, I think this is someone that might be on Skype. So um, where if you're on Skype, I'm going to say hello. Hello? Hi, Max. <laughs> hey, is, is that Rose? It is. <laughs> Hi, Rose. How are you? Hi. Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. Good, 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 good. Good did to you raise... have you back. Uh-oh. Sorry? I said, did you raise your hand to ask a question? No. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> Not, yet, no, but if you <laughs> but But I do have to say, I mean, which is already in the chat thing, just, it's interesting listening to the different types of eyes of that we actually are and how we, um, uh, the overlapping of, of, of them all. So mm-hmm. I can see a little bit of all of them in me and then yet at the same time seeing the ones I'm letting go. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a really good point, a really good point, because um, all of these things, we, we all, we're complex human beings, and we go through, you know, different things all the time, And but but I, 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 I see different ones in mine, but, but everyone will see that you tend to be more one than the other, right, Rose? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And so it's it's good to just have that awareness and say, oh, am I really fearful all the time? Is it most of the time I'm walking through the world seeing it as a fearful place? Or am I resenting or am I greedy? You know, And that's okay. And it's not a judgment. It's, you know, information is, is so important. So, so we know that. So we can then make a choice. Right, Rose? Exactly. I agree. Right. Good, good, good. Would you like me to pull a card for you? That would be wonderful. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Oh my goodness! You get vigilance too, and I have been shuff- I've been <laughs> I have been shuffling these cards, and I know you too. And vigilance is something that you have been really um, doing a lot of in terms of you know your health and your move and all that stuff. You've been like I'm vigilant, I'm, and this is going to happen with your job and your move and all that stuff. And so I think it's it's another good sign that you're on the right path. Wonderful. 
<laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Well, much love, and I will talk to you really soon. Okay. Thanks, Max. Okay. Bye. And just to, so you all know, I, I do full readings that are about an hour long, and you can um, get onto my website, maxryan.net, to, to get a full reading. And, and I go in-depth into what your life path is and a lot of different things that are coming up for you. And Spirit will just come through and just tell me a lot of stuff about you. And I'll give you some tools to help you to move forward in your life. So if you want a full reading, you can go to maxryan.net. All right, so we're going to go back. Um, let's see. Um, oh, we, we stopped at the judgmental eye. Now we are at the resentful eye. The resentful eye is obvious. That it's the people who have allowed, you know, resentment to sort of vision, um, to sort of like blur their vision about everything. The people that, that are always like, oh, well, they have more than I have, and they're more pretty than I have, and they're just resentful of the car, they're resentful of the stuff, they're resentful of the joy, they're resentful of, you know, when other people have things or are states of being that you resent because you don't have them. You know, the resentful eye lives out of poverty. It lives out of this poverty that, oh, I don't have anything, but everyone else does. So I resent everyone for having everything. And this is something that I see a lot of, actually. I see this in a lot of people that I work with. They sort of, not a lot of people, I, I actually, this is very interesting, I don't attract those people so much anymore, but I did for a while. I, I got specific, like, wow, the, that's a very intense energy to be around. And I'm sure you know people like that. You know, very many times, these are the negative Nellies in your life. They're always complaining. They're always like, well, they have it and I don't. No, 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 no. And the point about if you have any of that, any of that, because I have a little bit of that for sure, is that you've got, we've got to really honor what we already do have. What we do have, the inner, you know, the harvest of life that you have. And most people that are looking around saying, well, I don't have that and they have this. If they just open their eyes to what they have, they have a lot. They have a lot, Okay. Now, the, the next one we're going to talk about is the indifferent eye, okay? The indifferent. Now, in John's book, he talks about the indifferent eye is one of the hallmarks, he says, the hallmarks of our times. The indifference. Indifference, and it says, you know, like, if we are just cool and calm and we're indifferent about everything, we will have power and we can get ahead. If we don't let anything affect us, if we're indifferent about everything, you know, if we're indifferent to the needs and vulnerabilities of of um, of, of others or if we're, we're indifferent about things and we can just remain, you know, in this kind of like, I am um, focused and I'm just going to go this way. I'm very indifferent about everything on some level. But, well, actually, that there wouldn't be. There would be very – it's like whatever – Okay, that's what it is. Sorry. It's more like whatever, whatever, whatever. Like it, nothing matters. Nothing really matters. And that is so contrary to the reason that we came here. We, everything does matter on some level because we want to participate in the world. We want to have fun. We want to enjoy. We want to um, share. We want to connect with other people. And if, we, if we're walking through the world with ah, whatever, you know, um, it, it, it sort of ruins your experience of being here and being alive and being alive. It's important. It's important to, to not be indifferent, to have feelings, to have opinions, to be in the world and not to be indifferent about it. You know, people indifferent, they could, go, they could have gone to Ireland and been like, well, it's green, whatever. 
I'm like, what? You know, Ireland has is so green, it blows your mind. If you've never been there, it blows your mind. It's amazing. It blows your mind. Um, it's so beautiful. And I just appreciated it. I just loved it. And so an indifferent person would be like, yeah, well, that's pretty, whatever. <laughs> you know, when um, in John's book, he says, when you become indifferent, you give your power away. You give your power away and you're indifferent. So you don't want to give your power away. You're a very powerful being, a powerful, powerful being. Okay? Um, two more. And we're gonna, so the next one is the inferior eye. Everyone else is greater than them. You know, they're more brilliant. This is a little different than resentful. This is more like on the kind of like depressed side. The people that are like, everyone's more brilliant. They're more gifted than me. You know, the inferior eye is always looking away from it, what it already has. It's, it's, uh, it's um, sort, sort of similar to the resentful eye, but the resentful eye has more anger, actually. The inferior eye is sort of blind to its own beauty, to its own treasures. And it's more like it, it just is like, oh, well, everyone else has it. And, you know, um, that's it. They, they, they look to... To, to look someone in the eye is, is a nice statement of truth and courage and expectation, you know. And, you know, the the inferior eye doesn't really look. It just sort of says, oh, they're better or that's better. Um, I'm, I'm just me, little old me, little old me, okay? Now, the most important, the most important eye is the loving eye. And the loving eye is the eye, everything... Everything is real. It's sort of the art of love. Is it's not sentimental. It's not naive. And such. It's love is, um, is it's the greatest criterion of truth and celebration and reality. And the the Course in Miracles will say only love is real. Only love in, is real. You know. And if we could look at the world in a loving way, then the world would rise up before us with invitation and possibility and depth and meaning and joy. If we can look at the world as this place of, of um, adventure, at a place of um, possibility, everything will change. You know, love is the light which we see. It, love is the light in which we see. You know, really, and we really see clearly love through love, through love. You know, it's um, you know, the great works of art. You know, many of the great works of art could never have been without a um, made without a loving eye because they they tend to see life as it is. You know, instead of through a lens, you know, through a rose-colored glass or whatever you want to call it. So, a loving eye um, is is bright because it's you know it's free. It's free. It doesn't. It's not trying to get something. It's not trying to. It has desire and it goes for it. But it's not trying to get anything. And it's supporting and it's loving and it's um, it's it's that space when you're looking at the world and you go, I don't need anything, but I love it all. I don't need anything, but I love it all. And that's the space where we want to go. That's the space we want to go. And we, and it takes work sometimes because the world will tend to, just like you know we were saying, Western culture especially, will tend to bring you away from that. It will keep you looking at, well, when you look at yourself or you look at um, the world, um, that's not good enough or this is too bad or this is whatever. But it takes um, a consistency in ourselves to, to, um, to develop the loving eye. And that's why consistent daily work on some level and doesn't have to be work just an attention to what's good what's beautiful what's loving and to do that consistently you will have 
you know, you, you will have a whole different experience of your life, a whole different experience of life. And, you know, when I teach the Law of Attraction course, I, I talk about a lot about how how this is changing an orientation of your life from pushing against, pushing against, to going towards, going towards. And a loving eye goes towards. It goes towards because it knows that life is about growth. Life is about love. And so if we can start to do little by little and, and work that way, then you will start to have a different experience of your life. And one of the things he says, and, and we're just going to wrap it up, is that he says to recognize how you see things, can, can, how, how, you, how you see things can bring you self-knowledge and enable you to glimpse the wonderful treasures your life secretly holds. I love that. To recognize how you see things can bring you self-knowledge and, incur, and enable you to glimpse the wonderful treasure of, that your life secretly holds. So beautiful. So, once again, a lot of that was, was taken from Anam Kara, the Celtic Book of Wisdom by John O'Donohue. Okay, so I really enjoyed the show, everyone. Thank you for, for the callers for calling in and for listening in. And, um, and if you're interested in, in doing some work with me, I'm going to be doing this Law of Attraction free class on, um, on Monday night. Go to, to maxryan.net under Law of Attraction. Sign up for that. And then the four-week course starts on, on the next day, on Tuesday night, for four consecutive nights. And I would love to, to have you in the class. Or if you're interested in, in um, life coaching, private life coaching, I do that too. Everything's at maxryan.net. And as I always say, I pray that love will guide you until next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful day and a great weekend, everyone. Talk to you later.